Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Jake, we started. Wait, I thought we were doing a commercial. Take two. Two action. <laughs> Hi. We got a great episode today, everybody. Thank you guys Jeez, for joining. Right out of the gate. Having my morning Crushing coffee. Crushing the intro, pounding coffee. We've got a special yes. uh, guest. Emily Hampshire comes yes. on to the show. Uh, she's in my movie, Self-Reliance. Final plug, probably. I yep. think this is our final person. We're saving the best for last with Emily. Uh, she comes on. She crushes it. Something that Emily did in my movie that I really loved is we had a rehearsal uh, yeah. in the house and I said, guys, I'm not Billy Shakespeare, so if you guys have jokes or alts, let's try them on set and if you wanna write some stuff up, do it. This woman came to set and started emailing pages of jokes. Oh, now you like that. I love it. Yeah, that's good, I can tell you like Why that. not? Best idea wins, right, Garf? Yeah, always. What do you think of that? I, I like that. I think, I always find it so weird when you know, when you shoot something, like, it's like you have the script. Yes. And then you go in cold. To yes. me, is always so strange. Right. I, options, as you know, as you definitely know, yes. in editing are, like, the most important thing. I also, do, I mean, look, if you're a certain type of talent from the top and you have a clear vision, yeah. great. Yeah. But if you're getting comedic actors, I think the beauty definitely. of funny people. Make it their own. Is, give them, yeah. Let's see what you do. Yeah. With that in mind, what's going on with this outfit today, my guy? You look like a JCP, JC Penny Manning. Thank God you stumbled over it because otherwise it was a killer line. It was yes, a killer it was. line. Well, I was thinking it's more Ross dress for less. I look like JC Schilling. <laughs> what uh, is going on? Well, what do you mean? You tell, you tell us. It's not a bad look. It's not a you look. The show definitely, Kevin, you were saying this needs a fashion icon. Oh, I know what happened. So, so we need a fashion Can icon. I talk to the audience without you interrupting? Because <laughs> I just I, figured I, it by out. By the way, can I just say, huh? I already hate what's happening. Because I just figured it out. I don't like the theory, and so, it's wrong. Uh, which camera should I go to, Kev? None of them are going. So if you notice what Gareth is dressing like, and if you take a second, Google... Uh, his work from the dollop earlier episodes, how he dresses in real life, right? <laughs> so you get a I sense. I know exactly where you're going. Where? Go. We just started hitting on YouTube a little bit. I knew you were going. Here. We did. We just started getting so what, some. You think I got these? I think you you are wearing a choker chain on the outside, a Henley a T choker chain that's tight, and the weirdest vest I've ever seen in you. Uh, for those of you who like Back to the Future, just. It's pretty but much. But did what... you literally buy that this morning on the way here? Did you go no, to like I've an outlet this, mall? I've, I swear to God, I've had this outfit for over five days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want to come see my weird outfit and my fashion change, <laughs> go see me on the road, GarethReynolds.com. From February to March and April, I'll be in Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, Denver, Wichita, Des Moines, Iowa. Kansas City, Springfield, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Lafayette, New Orleans, Madison, West and Bend, name, Chicago, Cleveland. Name one city. I'm one of the earlier ones because this is uh, uh, airing next week. Yeah. That you promised to wear that same outfit. Oh, you'll see this. In what city do you promise to wear it in? 
Um, why don't I'll give I'll start. I'll start. go Vegas. Okay, so everybody, anyone who goes to the Vegas show, please take a photo. Also of Gary. Springfield. If we're trying to spike the numbers, Springfield. Springfield. Okay. So Springfield, <laughs> what's what state? Uh, Springfield, Missouri. So if you're in Springfield, Missouri, right? take a selfie with him and send it to our email and we will post yes. them. Yes. Guys, without further, further ado. Hi, welcome to the podcast. We're here to help. Uh, it's America's number one podcast. The ratings have come out and it's unreal. Cut it out. It's doing okay. pretty great. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, you're on with <laughs> Jake Johnson. Uh, by the way, I feel like I've been saying Johnson weird lately. If you start mispronouncing your own name, this it's will go to a great new it's level. It's because I said Gareth You once. just, again, to be clear, mm. did look at the poster very quickly We're for here my with name. Gareth Reynolds. 20 years, probably we've known each other. And again, you did just now reference the poster for how to say my name. And we have a very special guest, a somebody I'm a big fan of who's also in the movie Self-Reliance, Miss Emily Hampshire. Nah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. People how usually ask me how to pronounce my last name, and I have to go like, "Hi, I'm Emily Hampshire. I'm Emily Hampshire." Like, you don't think people, of pronouncing your own? People get you Hampshire right. wrong. Yeah, they Hampshire. Ah, very I mean, I don't British. Uh, Gareth, yeah. would you please quickly introduce Emily, and then we'll get to the call. The lovely actress Emily Hampshire. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. So, can we get your name, please? One fake tooth. Emily Hampshire. <laughs> Hi, my name is Chris. I'm 35 mm. from New Hampshire. Mm, Hampshire. Hampshire! <laughs> so what, what's going on? All right. So I need to uh, start this by saying that I'm a, a bigger guy, you know, big and tall. So I wear plus-size clothing, right? Okay. And I, I started this job at this small company. There's less than 10 of us. There's only one other guy there who's about the same size as me. Okay. okay. And I realized... And I realized that we have a very similar wardrobe in that sense that we have a lot. <laughs> okay. In that sense, I, I mean, we have shirts that are the exact same size <laughs> wow. and, and color. Shirt, right. Because okay. there's not many of those shirts at yeah. the big and tall shop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Exactly. There's I only understand. there's only one there's only one store in this area that services big and tall people like myself. And, and you, you know, and they have a, going there. And you and this fucking guy are buying the same shirts, and there's only 10 of you, and, and you're both big guys, in. and it's awful. <laughs> and you're big. <laughs> so, okay, Chris, we're with It's amazing, but awful. It's amazing, but I'm 100% with you, Chris. I'm not going down a tangent because I know he'll just start talking over it, but Gareth has started dressing like me at certain ones of these, and it is tricky, Chris. It is tricky. Gareth, please don't say anything. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to allow that. I would just say that for anyone who wants to check the facts, see how many times Jake has worn the exact same. Jake has a work outfit. Jake has a podcast outfit. Please, Chris, go ahead. He has one shirt. I'm sorry, Emily. It's completely true. Emily, no, I'm sorry, too, but this is I'm on Jake's true. side, though. That's I know you have That's to like be. Steve Jobs. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Jake gets compared to Steve Jobs all the time. <laughs> so continue, Chris. <laughs> Where are you at here, bud? Chris, I'm 10 there. people, 10 people at the company. Uh, yeah. You and another big guy there. Can we give him a fake name? Yeah. How about Joe? How about Tiny? J uh, Tiny can, Joe. Yeah, call him. Call him, call him Joe. That's fine. Okay, okay. So you and Joe wear the same clothes that you buy from the same place. You're back in charge. Go ahead, Chris. What else? All right. So, yeah. So on top of us not only sitting one cubicle wall away from each other where oh, everyone God. has to pass. 
Yeah. Uh, last week, we actually did wind up wearing the same shirt on the same day. Oh, wow. Okay. Finally. Yes. Okay. And it, and it was not one that, and it was one that kind of stood out. It was a lavender gingham print. Okay. Gingham print is hilarious. I don't know what it is. I appreciate it. Um, okay. So this was kind of a breaking point, obviously, because now it's not it's not that maybe like an astute coworker could figure it it's out. Obvious. You guys are it's boldly obvious. like, we're cousins at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And so then keep going, Chris. Where, where how do we end this? And what's the specific question? Because I think I, I think we're with you. Okay, so what I'm trying to do is like I, I don't really want to try and broach Joe with this problem because I'm sure he's probably thinking about it as well. I'm Indeed. just trying to think, like, what's the solution to try and avoid becoming twinsies at work again? <laughs> I think this makes a lot of sense. Emily, what's the first thing that's popping in your head? Well, did when you guys both wore the lavender gingham on the same day, he didn't say anything? Like, you guys no, haven't discussed it? No, in fact, we actually tried to avoid each other, which is yeah, kind of hard. Crazy. To, no, you know, I get it. Well, well, that's weird. I think you have to go head but, on with this. And but like, he, but hold on, but hold on. But that's not what our friend Chris is asking for. He doesn't okay. want to bring this up to Joe. It, so it, he said, how do what, I do this without bringing it up to what Joe? What was the nonverbal eye contact? At some <laughs> point, you two must have been like, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. Was I mean, that, I, I'll tell awkward. you exactly. It went like this at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, the cubicles next to each other. Yeah, it's awful. So what happened, Chris? So, uh, yeah, we just kind of, I was supposed to actually work with him on a project that day. And I uh, I walked to the back of his cubicle. I saw him from behind and mm -hmm. I saw the shirt mm -hmm. and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not going to tackle this project today. I'm going to wait till tomorrow. So, <laughs> so I mean, this yeah. is I just want to say, Chris, for real, uh, some of these calls, I have to stretch to be on the team of the caller. <laughs> I, I don't have to stretch on this. One. Yeah, well, I you get have one it. Shirt. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I also had I was on a show called New Girl, and when we were auditioning, Max and I wore similar shirts. And he caught Max Greenfield. He called me afterwards and said, "Hey, idiot, we need to coordinate because we can't show up looking alike because one of us won't get a job." And I went like, "You're right." And I literally said, "I got one nice sweater I wear to all these, my man. It's on you." And he was like, "Ugh, you're the worst. Fine, no black sweatshirts." Because there is something about dressing alike as you get older at work. It's weird. Oh, it's weird. And, and you I look think goofy. also you, what you don't want, aside from the weird like tension that is nonverbal between you and the co you don't want other people at work Agreed. to be like, hey, the two big boys, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, they yeah, look yeah. like yeah. a wrestling duo. <laughs> <laughs> but what's weirder is not talking about it. No, Emily, no, you're right. Ahead. But like Jake said, I'm with you. But if if Chris doesn't want to, we got to kind so, of so, figure. So a let's take a it, moment before we start pitching. And Chris, will you walk Emily and Gareth through why you don't want to talk about this with Joe? I mean, uh, uh, there's a couple of reasons. Like one, and you know, I should. I like I said, I'm an engineer, so we're pretty awkward to begin with when it comes yeah, to social yeah, yeah, yeah. conversation. And the other thing too is, I'm the new guy. He's been there for years before me. Uh, maybe right. I'm the jerk in his God. eyes. You yes. have to be. It's like introducing us like another animal into the cage. You're yeah. just, you know what I mean? It's like, of course, you're going to be like, well, now everything's different. Yeah. I had this whole area on lock. I was big guy at work. And now, all right, <laughs> here we go. Speaking of introducing another animal into the cage, and I don't know if this connects, but maybe it does. But in Japan right now, there is a gorilla that's bringing in a lot of women because it's considered the most handsome gorilla. 
So this a lot is of a wild thing I'm hearing. So a lot of women in Japan are going to the zoo to, to look at this hunk gorilla, and the staff have had to tell the women stop yelling at him. Okay, I you know I'm gonna trace this back to the animal filters on Snapchat. <laughs> It's just made us too comfortable with hot animals. That's so, that's where we grease the wheels. So it's like, what's wrong with these two men? So we're in a spot, Chris, where just to recap to see what we can do, because the pitching on this one might be tricky because there is an obvious path. And the obvious path is you somehow go to the guy yeah. in a nice way. In a almost like a fun letter way. Or threatening if you wanted. I can yes, see it going both ways. But saying we're in a situation where we're wearing the same clothes that we both get from blank store. I have a pitch. Okay. Here, Let me ask one more question. Okay. Uh, what about the, the bottoms, the trousers? Are we rocking similar styles of those or do we feel secure that those are different enough, Chris? Oh, I mean, we both wear jeans, but I don't really care about that. Okay. Jeans all right. Okay. I agree. It's a okay. matching top that's shameful. Yeah, or cool sometimes if so, it's your buddy you're doing a podcast with. Go ahead. So one thing I would recommend doing, Chris, uh, here's my pitch. I would go to the shop. I would talk to the manager. And I would ask if they have any prints that were screwed up. What I mean by that is sometimes they have in the back. I'm looking for problem clothes. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> What won't you put out on the floor? Can I get a look at those? <laughs> Hear me out. Can I go where only the employees are allowed? Hear me out. A lot of these shops, I used to work in retail. They would have like a button is a little off. So a they a defect. So they discontinued. I'm looking for big and tall defects. <laughs> so you are though. Because what you're looking for is, you can tell the guy there, you can go, here's the situation. I work with another big guy. We both come here. We wear the same clothes. What can you sell me that you have one of? And so mm. you are now creating a dynamic with the shop that they can email in you and go like, we got something from uh, headquarters, a very wild Hawaiian shirt with a weird stain on the side. And uh, you go, I'm your guy. Okay, but- just to, I, I like I like the pitch. I hate the example. Okay, because I agree. now you're basically saying he's gonna wear like post luau ensemble, okay, which I don't think so, is. But perfect. let's not go down the wrong road on this because hey, Chris, is... I like that weird shirt with pineapples on it. Hey, is that barbecue sauce down the side? But there is something about a defect, Emily. Am I wrong on that? I think it might make it harder for him to go to work with the kind of similar pattern shirt because they do do the one-offs but the defect yes. is it buttons wrong and fits wrong yeah. so you're just gonna look wrong well i'm curious though what what are the other reasons because it sounded like you were gonna say further reasons why you won't talk to him about it is there anything beyond you guys are engineers and so you're weird uh, like, yeah other than me being the new guy it's just um I don't know. I feel like, you know, if I point it out, uh, there's the concern that maybe he didn't notice. And then he noticed Chris, I, he knows. I, I Chris, also, he knows. I also think it is strange if you're new, like if he did it to you, that would make more sense than you being like, hey, uh, yeah, I think that's a little. Let me ask you this. Is there a reason why online uh, retail is not for you? Oh. Is it because you need to try on the outfit to see the fit because you do have maybe a little uh Otter dimensions is that the thinking yeah i've had i've had pretty bad luck you know buying from online retailers getting the wrong size it's just it's easier to try in a fitting room you know that's uh so i prefer going in person 
Uh, I would maybe recommend uh, buying a couple shirts online, and when they show up and they're not right, I would just take them to get them fitted and have someone just kind of fit them a little bit better for you. I've done that before. It's not that much. Um, that might be a move. Emily, where's your head at? You got anything? Yeah, no, I like that move. I think, A, the bigger problem is that there's only one store that services big and tall. Um, that's a problem in the neighborhood that you should, like, speak to the store hmm. about. There might not but, be that many big people. Could be, yeah. I mean, this is a this is a demand. You know, if there's not a big demand, you can't open up nine big and talls for two big guys. No, okay, fair, fair. I, I just feel like I can't get away from thinking, you got to just go up to this guy and be like, yeah. I'm the new guy. I know I it seems like I'm, I'm wearing this thing, but like, I don't want to be this guy. Like, yes. I don't want to be the guy who's twinsing you. So... Can yeah. can I do something like put it on you and be like, is there something I can do to not because so I'm Chris, new. sometimes I'm kind of with Emily on this. Sometimes we try to help the guest with what they're saying. And other times we got to listen to their heart. Wow. <laughs> so on a very special we're here. To so help. we're on your team. Obviously, we're with you. But if I'm in the bar and we're drinking at a certain point when I've had one too many drinks and Gareth knows this, I got to get loud and call you out. And unfortunately, that's the moment. Chris, you're fucking dancing around the wrong thing, my guy. We can talk about online. You can talk about a defect shirt. You got to walk up to this guy and you got to say nicely. We can help you put it together. It can be a funny yeah. email. You got to say. We can do it on the show. You could potentially do it on the show. But you've got to say. Joe, I just started here. The last thing I want to do is step on those big toes of yours. But we're in a situation here. Plus size toes. Plus size toes. But we're in a situation here, my big king. And that is, I'm looking like your little brother. So can we do a joke text in the morning where you take the photo of the shirt you wear and I'm the beta, but, you're the alpha, but, I'll change. But wait, but Chris, just correct me if I'm wrong. The issue isn't just that there was one day where you wore the same shirt. It's that you have the same wardrobe. Yes, but here's the thing. It just can't be the same day. Yeah, but yeah. it's also the fact that people are going to be like, agreed. whoa, so you I don't have three shirts. Agreed, but I don't think there's a bigger fix here. You're in a town where there's Plus one big fix. and tall. I think online shopping, <laughs> get it tailored. But he doesn't want to. Do you want to go online and get it tailored, Chris? And like I said, I prefer in in uh, shopping yes. and network, and I don't and mind getting new shirts. Jake's but, so behind you. But the thing is, like, he obviously has a similar taste to me, and uh, of course. you know, it's like, yeah, you so guys potentially are best friends. You guys should date. That's your best friends. I think there's something. Yes, this here. is like a stepbrothers moment. <laughs> yes, you yes. guys are potentially like there. I again, I think maybe, maybe you want to get. Maybe you need a little more time to feel settled in the environment before you can have this conversation. No, I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, here's my pitch. <laughs> here's how we break the ice. Okay. Uh, I think we break the ice this way. It's sometimes I think you gotta run head on into traffic. Here we go. I think you go to the shop, you buy a shirt, you gift it to them. I like and that. in yes. the card, you say, Joe, uh, excited to be working with you, sharing a cubicle. I've noticed we shop at the same place and we both have great style. My fellow big boned brother. Exactly. And then you go uh, excited to get to know you further, friend. And you guys lean into the fact that you do that. 
So then every holiday as a gift, you guys buy each other a shirt. Then when you I get to work, this. you can compliment each other. You get the shirt, you can get there and you can go like, looking good, Joe. And he goes, you're looking better, Chris. And now yeah, this is going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to him. This like, might be this the beginning great. of an inside bit and a game. And that is, what do you get a coworker for a holiday for? You, we always know what we get each other. A yep. gift certificate. Yep. To the same <laughs> shop. To Larry's large and in charge. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of that, Chris? I'll have to think about approaching him directly. I feel if I was going to approach him directly, I might just be like, hey, why don't we work out a schedule? You know, you wear that shirt on Mondays. I wear mine on Tuesdays, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that sounds aggressive. I'll throw another idea at you, which is I would there's probably another big and tall within a drive. I would take a Saturday. I would go out of town for it until you have time to do that. I would have in the car a backup shirt. And so that if you show if you show up to work and you see that you guys are rocking the same outfit, you can go to the car, do a quick swap. Real geek special. But listen, we're pitching. I agree. So then and then I would and then I would take a Saturday and I would drive the 45 minutes to the, the big and tall in another part of the, the state of Hampshire. I, I think I think a spare shirt is a good idea. I have I have thought about that might actually be a good idea for now. And if I can. uh run in really quick and make sure no one else sees me so that way I can run back out. (laughs) So Chris, where are you at, man? What are you going to do so we can wish you luck and send you on your uh, way? I'll I'll say in the immediate moment, I think I'm going to, at least for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to stick with the uh, spare shirt in the car option, but our holiday party is coming up in January. So you know what? That might be the perfect opportunity to give him a gift. Oh, interesting. Maybe not only the perfect opportunity to give him a gift, but the perfect opportunity to bring it up to him. People are drinking. Yeah. Things yes. are different. It yes. might be the perfect time to just get to know him a but little I bit I got to say, a gift, especially open yes. in front like of others, it. is going to make everybody laugh. And it's going yeah. to feel like really it. warm. I like it. So, Chris, I like what you're doing with the backup shirt for now. It's a nice, quiet fix. And I like the idea of using the holiday season to maybe connect you to it together so you can figure out that schedule if you're going to together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially as I as I get to know him more, because like I said, I just started a couple weeks, so yeah. we have we have to get to need some time to get to know each other. I think that's yeah. exactly right. It's slow and steady and smart.�����������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash help. That's rocketmoney.com slash help. Rocketmoney.com slash help. Gil Buchanan still in the garage. Jake Johnson, where money? We are sponsored by a new sponsor today. We're happy to have them. Booking.com. Booking.com. Yeah. Uh, Booking.com, Jake, as you know, offers so many possibilities across the U.S. I use Booking.com. So do I for travelers. I travel all the time and use Booking.com. Do you book all your own stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Do you go to Booking.yeah? Booking.com, Booking.yeah. Listen, if it's from a relaxing beach resort to a remote mountain cabin to going to do a show in West Des Moines. There's a multitude of choices across the U.S. on Booking.com that allow you to book everywhere you want to. Uh, I definitely use it, like I said, whenever I'm going on the road. There's tons of things you have to do. So do you, you'll book your own car, your own everything? Oh, no, you have I, a van. I have a van. But I you're booking your, all van. your own hotels. Uh, a lot of hotels get booked, but you also have to book a lot of your own hotels. Like oh. if you have a down night or yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes clubs do this fun thing where they're just like, hey, we'll give you $100. And you're like, that's not what Booking. <laughs> Booking.com. <laughs> so book whoever you want to be on Booking.com. Booking that, yeah. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. We're here to help. Hi. Hi, how How's you doing? Going? Great. Uh, what's your uh, first name? Leslie. Leslie? Where are you calling from, Leslie? Oh. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Michigan. Oh, nice. And about how old are you, Leslie? 38. 38. You're on with Gareth, Jake Johnson, and Emily Hampshire. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise, Gareth. All right, <laughs> everybody. Emily. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Make some noise, Gil Buchanan. Oh, my God, Emily. I am shaking in my cheap boots. <laughs> Emily, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, Leslie, what's the uh, problemo today? So I'm a paralegal. Um, and my, that's my profession. And I just got asked to speak at a paralegal convention. Interesting Ooh. stuff. And I don't really speak in front of people often. I'm you know, more behind the scenes. Uh, that's why I didn't go to law school. I didn't want to get up in front of people. Respect. So I'm not nervous per se, but I do have like a little bit of jitters about like breaking the ice and, you know, coming out with like kind of a cold open or like a joke to get things more comfortable in the room. And also like, it seems like a pretty stuffy event. So I kind of just want to make it more fun and I just need some help coming yeah. up with some, I guess, more appropriate ideas because I'm bring pretty out- inappropriate. You bring out another paralegal and you go, hey, look, a paralegal, paralegals. All right, everybody. Hey, it's me, Leslie. Uh... So, Leslie, walk us through. I mean, by the way, That's I, I hate to say it, but that is a great start. You bring out you you bring Let's, you have two stand up and you go like that. Would you look at that? You got a paralegal. Okay. Paralegals. All right, everybody. And then, Enjoy the meal. You, you then you go. Bum bum. All right. Now listen. I want to talk seriously, <laughs> Leslie. A couple of questions about the event. How many people are we expecting you'll be speaking in front of here? Probably about fifty. Okay, fifty. So a good room, but nothing crazy. Um, no, no. How long do you have to speak for? Uh, forty-five minutes. Holy fuck, what a nightmare. Jesus. And um, what what are you going to speak about? I mean, keeping in mind we have uh, simple Hollywood yeah. minds. Yeah. 
What the hell is a paralegal? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to ask. <laughs> Neither. I, was I gonna, actually thought it was two lawyers. I, I was going to say, uh, you got to explain to our audience that doesn't understand what you do. and then it Here, let's do it this way. Yeah. This is the safe way. Uh, Leslie, so we want to get into what the paralegal stuff. Uh, to anyone who's listening right now who maybe isn't familiar with what paralegals do, will you just give us a quick <laughs> definition? Can you explain it to Emily? Yeah, Emily seems a little confused. Jake and I are on board. <laughs> it's very basic. We basically assist the attorneys. So... We do their work for them and they take all the credit typically. So we're doing like all the writing and the research and, you know, coordinating everything. Well, there's a good start too. I mean, you could start by going like, you know, for this speech, I actually decided to have one of you guys write it for me for a nice change of pace, considering (laughs) I always write it for you. That's fine. But then you gave it to me and it was very clear. You have no idea what you're doing. So I'll just do it myself again. I mean, that's pretty (laughs) solid too. You should write this speech. I think I might have found my calling. Uh, Leslie. <laughs> Leslie, what if I did it in a you outfit? I would love to. That's what I'm, let's Mrs. Doubtfire this. So here's an idea, <laughs> Leslie, going off. Are you making this, is it a room full of paralegals or is it a room full yes. of lawyers? All paralegals. So, Ooh, here, so here's, a, here's oh. a bit. Here's great a bit. Question, I would great cons- Here's a bit I would consider doing. I would start with the pair of legals. And then I would go, you know what? We all know what we do is we do all the heavy lifting for lawyers. And so I decided to do this differently. I had a lawyer friend of mine write the beginning of my speech without any paralegal help. And then you go like this. Hi, I like cheese. So I decided I would take over. Me me like brown shirt. Me like money. Me have nice car. Then you go, you know what? Let's just do what paralegals do. I, I, I'm going to rewrite this for you. Yeah. Not get any credit and deliver the speech to you guys. Yes. I think that's that good. That good icebreakery opens. What do you think of something like that in the zone? I, I like it because that's, you know, a part of our profession is saying we do everything and lawyers taking all the credit for us. So I think that would go over really well. And Emily, what are you thinking? Where are you at? Where are you at here, Emily? I'm so impressed with both of you. Your advice. I think this is that's great advice. Also, because it gets you that kind of get out of jail free card. Yes. With, with the, especially the bad writing of it, you can have AI write it too. You can have Chat GPT write. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's a great joke too. That could be fun. You know, the law, what the lawyer wrote me was such drivel. So I decided to have Chat GPT do it oh. for a second, and you can make a quick joke on that. So, Leslie, we've actually kind of given you some pitches here. Uh, You start with a a pair of legals joke. You have two stand up. Then you say, uh, we understand what we all do here. We do the work for the lawyers. We had the lawyers do it. You then read a very bad lawyer speech (laughs) and you go like, you know what? I'm going to actually have to have an actual paralegal myself rewrite this. Then you go. I mean, it's so bad. Maybe ChatGBT could do it. You then read a really brief two lines from that. And then you go. Okay, enough's enough. We all know everybody in this room. We all do the work. So let's get be done with the jokes and do what we do. Work really hard and get very underpaid for it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> what do you I think like of that, that as a start, Leslie? I think that's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely is... uh, a lot I mean, better you... than what my friends have been pitching me. So, <laughs> Are you, you going to do it? Do you want help with what the lawyer speech could be? Because we could help you put that together. You want to do that on your own? Oh, I would take any help because about, I'm not a comedian here. So Great. So let's start like this. Emily, anything at the top of your head? So we've got the paralegals bit. We've got the setup. She can do the setup of the uh, lawyers don't do it. What mm-hmm. could be the beginning? And we're all just pitching on it. we got to keep mm-hmm. this brief. 
We don't want her in a spot where she's doing a bit for too long. But what could that lawyer, uh, that bad lawyer speech be? Well, what first of all, what is the topic, though, that you're speaking on? Yeah. So in at my firm, we create like videos um, for our clients. So most of our clients have been catastrophically injured by medical malpractice or a vehicle accident. Let's walk away from this, huh, yep. guys? Let's, we know where the jokes live and we know where they don't. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to me like brown shirt, me like money. Huh, <laughs> so I'm talking about how to create these videos. So they're basically like day in the life and they show like the person and what the um, injuries have done. For I, would, so- I would say I'm going to take this car and take it in the other direction. <laughs> Let's let Try that speech be because there's going to be some seriousness there. That's what you really do for work. That's after the intro bit. Yep. But you're just asking these three clowns to help with the intro bit. Yep. So Correct. Garf, how yep. would you start the lawyer letter? So she goes, right. lawyers wrote this without any help. So I had the lawyers, I told them what this was about. And, uh, you know, knowing the limitations of a lawyer, I asked them to give me a hand, write something for me for a change. Here's what I've got so far. Lady, gentlemen, jury, <laughs> me need money for my client. Hurry, then I make money. So much money. That's what me want. Bagel's good. <laughs> me me like sleepy all- now. <laughs> How much longer? Oh, no. And then I just said, all right, fuck it. I'll do it. So I think there's something in about that pace in that kind of zone. What do you think of that? And teasing the fact that they make all this money, teasing the fact that they don't do a lot of work. What did you think of that pitch? I, I love it. Is it too far to to get into the injury of it? Because those those kind of lawyers don't don't aren't they like you stay injured. You you be more oh. injured. Hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, take over. Is, is there truth fired. in that? <laughs> <laughs> There's some truth to that, but not in. I would say my the attorney I work for is not like that, but I know others are are like that. <laughs> well, Emily's we don't not buying this. Fired, yeah, yeah. But we want to. But you, you find the line. Yeah. But That's again, hard. hold on, Emily. I love you. <laughs> but I'm taking the car, the wheel away from you. We are not talking about the lawyers want people hurt and staying hurt. We're keeping this light. This is we're looking for Leslie to have a nice win, not bring down the industry. Fair, fair. And I do feel like some of the comedy will be natural in. Are you going to show videos of how, like kind okay, of? Okay, that's oh, helpful. That's, but this is after the intro. Yeah. I, yeah, yes. that's that's the whole speech. Yeah. Yeah. So your speech should not be no. a, a roast. A, a roast. Yeah. And it should not no. be Rodney Dangerfield up there for 40 minutes less <laughs> hey. because you're a paralegal. So I'll I, tell you <laughs> what we need. Indiana Jones with a whip. Hey, you hit me in the eye. I got whiplashes. What hey, we, come on. Everybody. What we need from you hey. and what you need from us is just the setup. Yeah. Once you got and the big the closer, laughs, maybe. Do you want? Hold on. Do you want a closer? I think that would probably bring a good it impression. home. Okay, yeah. so you can bring it on home with a sort of. So, like any good lawyer, let me put it this way: in closing, we do everything. They're nothing without us. And that's why they can't be in the room. And when it comes to being uncredited for most of the work we do, we, the paralegals, find ourselves guilty. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. I've, I've, got, oh! a, I've, got, I've got an alternative ended. 
You could say, okay. in closing, I'd like to read something that a mentor of mine, a lawyer when I first started, wrote to me and gave to me on my uh, first day of work. And he goes, and it means a lot to me, and I think it's going to mean a lot to you. And then go, me hungry, jury closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, that's good. Right? I like that, too. You end on the that's bit you yeah. set up, but you, you deliver it at the beginning I actually really thought sincerely. it was pretty prophetic, so I, I wanted to share it because I, I, it's something I've had on my wall for a while because it helps me get through every day. Me lawyer, the money good for a house. I bought one. Yeah. All right, everybody, thanks <laughs> no, so much. But then you go, yeah. you take a pause, you get a laugh, and then you go... So I, I obviously did what we do, and I rewrote it, and yeah. I said, we as lawyers want to help people so much. That's yeah. why we got into this. All the best, everybody. What, ahead, you could, what you could do also <laughs> is you could go, now look, we know we do all the work. We know we have that bond, and we know deep down we would do anything to be in the position where people were working for us instead of doing all the work. We all want to be lawyers, but here we are, you know, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. What do, you think of, what do you think of an ending like that to tie it back to the start? Oh, definitely. I, I like that. I like that direction a lot. Leslie, I got. I feel say, like we're your paralegals. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I gotta yeah, say. You are, okay. Wait a minute. This is bullshit. I think we've helped a lot on this one. I think it's a win. Let's get out on top. Yeah. I don't want to keep. Oh. Yep. Oh, I Emily, have a question. Go ahead. Wait, well, hold on. Ahead, What's Emily? your question? Well, but it's not helping her. It's that I would really just love to know how do you make those videos? Do you like? Is it like you spy on the person? Like, how do you make this? I think that's really interesting for another show. Emily, thank you so much. (laughs) Good morning. My name is Leslie. I'm coming from you on a recording. Unfortunately, I'm unable to be there in person with you. I thought, you know, I wanted to start with an icebreaker to get the room kind of loose and, you know, laughing a little bit. And I just thought I'd share with you what I actually ended up doing, which is writing into a podcast called We're Here to Help. So I wrote in asking if they could help me come up with kind of an icebreaker for this. Obviously, what they came up with was something that would need to be done in person. I don't think it would really translate in this recording. I wrote in and then I got super nervous about having to talk to three comedians. So I I can highly recommend to not write into a podcast because you'll probably get more nervous about that than a presentation. We're Here to Help is hosted by Jake Johnson and Gareth Reynolds. The show is produced and edited by Kevin Bartelt, and the associate producer and editor is AJ McKee. Our social media director is Caitlin Tanwakio, and our video editor is John DeBruin. The theme song is made by Oliver Raleigh, and you can check out his music at OliverRaleigh.com. That's Oliver, R-A-L-L-I.com. The album artwork is by James Fosdyke. You can find him on Instagram at James underscore Fosdyke, D-I-K-E. And if you'd like to see me do stand-up on the road, go to GarethReynolds.com. And if you'd like to be on the show, email us your question at helpfulpod at gmail.com. All of the advice given on We're Here to Help is for entertainment purposes only, and all listeners should be adults and make their own decisions.